I was going to say, that's like full-blown pro-mod situation basically. going on. Yeah. Basically. It's and just... nothing looks untouched. Oh, no. No. <laughs> no. Stopped. That used to be a car. <laughs> right. Yeah. It did. It had like a floor and everything, yeah. and it's not as much anymore. I got $500 in cash in case it don't... What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of LB Motorsports Podcast. I'm your host, Lacey Blair, and I have with me today, Jesse and Stacy. Hello. Hello. We love a good power couple. <laughs> so they are the owners of Jesse Performance here, Jesse's Performance, sorry, here in DFW um, area. We're pretty much neighbors now. Basically. You said it took you guys like six minutes to six get here. Minutes. <laughs> Two stoplights. And, but yet we never see each other when Ever. we're all in town. Ever. Ever. No. Ever. It's like, oh, hey, in Vegas. Yeah. Hey, in Kentucky. Right. Yeah, usually Vegas. Yeah, <laughs> usually Vegas. <laughs> Vegas all the time. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's good to actually see you guys in our hometown now. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Pretty cool. You. Our little town of like 10,000 people. <laughs> I love it. That's a big town to me still. It's <laughs> crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, so I'm excited to have you guys. We're excited to be here. Yeah, I always say here. you guys kind of have the same vibes as me and Zach, you know, a Car couple, no kids, dogs all the way. Yeah. Yep. Way to be. <laughs> yep. For sure. <laughs> you have a cap. We have a Kyle. Yes. yes. Uh, you yes. guys have someone that's like your cap? Yep. Yes. We yep. have a Kyle. You. Everyone has to have a cap and a Kyle. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. We couldn't get by without our Kyle. <laughs> right. Yeah. As much of a pain as he is. Yeah. <laughs> as much as I want to yeah. strangle him sometimes. <laughs> I yeah. think that might be more like JC for us. Yeah. Okay. I don't. Well, no, I do want to strangle a cap sometimes, maybe. <laughs> peeking I at couldn't me imagine having multiple Kyles. Right. <laughs> that would be terrible. JC, more like we want to punch each other in the face sometimes. But, you know, that's neither near or there. Oh. <laughs> so if you guys want to introduce yourself a little bit. Well, uh, I'm Jesse. I'm the owner of Jesse's Performance. Um, I like to party. Um, Hell yeah. <laughs> if, it's got, if it's got horsepower and tire smoke and methanol fumes... I'm about it. I'm Stacy, Jesse's wife. Um, I also run Jesse's performance with him. Um, I love to drag race, so I'm like, you know, nobody likes drag racing anymore, right? But I do, so <laughs> I promise drag we race still for do. everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> Heck yeah! And you said you, I mean, you have a strong background in drag racing. Like you've done that for years. In the yeah, past. I drag raced a lot. I used to do sport front wheel drive in my little Honda. Hell yeah! Yeah, I won a Wally at an NHRA event, which is pretty prestigious. Mm-hmm. A real one, not one yeah, of those new real, ones that are... It's a gold Wally, and yeah. it's not silver. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you guys meet then? Because you've always, it sounds like, all, both of you have always been into cars. Is that kind of how you met, or...? Yeah, um, don't worry, I'll take this part, okay? okay. I'll take <laughs> yeah, the I want to hear his first. Yeah. Oh, gosh, don't you love that? <laughs> yeah. It's like, what do you remember? <laughs> yeah. No, so um, I was just moved to Colorado, and I was look- I was working for an import shop there. And uh, one day, Stacy came in and wanted some headlights changed in a Mercedes, which was totally out of the norm. I had no idea what the situation was, but come to find out, it was Stacy. And uh, he knew who I was. He had a picture of my car on his MySpace from like before he knew yeah. me. No his MySpace. way. Yeah, because I used to go from Wyoming <laughs> to Denver to Colorado to the like import deal because I was in the imports too. And I take pictures of all the cars there. And sure enough, her car was one of the ones that was really cool that I liked. No so, way. Yeah. 
That is awesome. So then, did you recognize her when she came into the shop? Absolutely or? not. No. No, because I, I mean, I knew, I, I knew more Ryan? of her car no, than anything. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I disappeared for a long time. I wasn't real happy with my engine builder, the guy he was working with. So I disappeared. Obviously, I had a Mercedes, so I was like trying to get as far away from all of that as I could. And yeah. Honestly, questioned his competence in putting their headlights in the Mercedes. Yep, that was part of the. <laughs> Is it hard to do? No, <laughs> no, oh, I just okay. didn't. Like, no. I just didn't know who he was. <laughs> right, <laughs> I was like, "Does this guy know what he's doing?" Yep. So then, what kindled the flame here? Oh, I was just... persistence overcomes resistance, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess <laughs> that's me and Zach's story too. Yeah, no, I just you know obviously, uh, we just hit her up on Facebook. I think it was at the time, and said, "Hey." You know, it's cool. I like your tattoos. You yeah. Oh, was that the, yeah. that was the punchline? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that was the... I don't even remember. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember. Mr. <laughs> has zero tattoos. <laughs> right? Yeah. You, you don't not put, a single one. Sometimes. You don't put bumper stickers on Bugatti. You know, <gasps> Cap, are you listening to shit on your phone? That's not me. Who is it? <laughs> don't turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. Like... We've been there before. We're like that's a Kyle move also. Yeah, yeah. We start recording and then Kyle goes and starts grinding on something. We're oh, like, isn't that the worst? Oh my with gosh, YouTube? that's the hardest thing. So that's why me and JC. That's why I think he's probably more of a JC because Cap kind of gets the recording stuff. But me and JC will be at each other's throats because you know he's just trying to get, do his job. He's trying to get stuff done. But I'm like, we're also trying to do our job and film what needs to be filmed. And everybody needs to be quiet. And when you have like nine of them, you have to keep quiet. That's hard. Yeah. yeah. So it's like the camera will hear the guy across the shop before it'll hear you standing yes, in front of it. For sure. Kills me. But yeah. yeah. But anyways, that's how we met. Yeah, that's how, that's how met. we met. So cars yeah. brought you all together. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Nice. Yep. We awesome. started, we met and started our business six months later. Really? Yeah. I'm pretty sure he moved in with me after our first date. Hit it right off, huh? Yeah, he didn't really have anywhere to live, so he just, yeah, like, no, I, just, you I know, was I, like, sure. I was a couch Come surfer back then, so, <laughs> you know, I was like, shit, if it works, it works. Right, exactly. So what were, like, what did you see your business as when you first started it, and has it evolved <laughs> from what you first thought? Yeah, so, basically, uh, where I was at, I was kind of, like, wasting my talent you know, doing what I was doing. And so Stacy talked me into opening, you know, need to do your own thing, need your own thing. But I never had an idea of what I wanted to do. Um, I just knew that I didn't want to do the import work anymore, you know, if I could get away from it. Um, so I found a couple old cars and uh, talked Stacy into going in with, on them with me and we were going to fix fix up old cars and resell them. And that was supposed to be the deal. But... It never happened cool. once. Never? <laughs> Not intent. Well, I mean, we built some cars and sold them, but we never were a fix and flip car. Shop. Really? No. No, I just didn't realize the the time and the expense it took to really do those cars. Mm -hmm. Like, I wanted to do them because I'm super picky. Yeah. So it wasn't like I could just, like, you know, grease the wheel bearings and send flip them on the road. Flip it and make a profit yeah, real no. quick. No, no, he wants to pull the body off of the frame and redo everything, and which there's nothing wrong with that, but right. there's not a lot of money in doing that, especially, like you said, the money that it costs. Plus, we never had less than like 20 cars at our shop like six months after we started. That's awesome. Yeah, it, it blew up really quick. So and, quickly. Yeah. So much bigger than we ever intended on it being. And um, we kept trying to back off, but how do you back off when you have X amount of work sitting in front of you? Right. So we did business for five years in Colorado and um, I don't know, things would just weren't 
great ever, really. And he did a couple of deals down here in Texas, sold a truck and what was it? Oh, we sold my Transmero was his car back then. Um, he sold it to another guy down here and he's like, you know what? Every deal we've done in Texas has been a good deal. So let's move to Texas. And I said, yeah, maybe five year plan. Two months later, we were down here. Yep. What we do you moved guys think? the entire shop. We moved uh, how many? Two full transporters of cars down here. Oh my gosh! Yeah. And we were going to be small when we got here. We rented eighteen hundred square feet, or no, it was twenty four hundred square feet. Yep. We were going to be small. Next thing you know, we had what seven? seven. Eight. No, we had ten thousand square feet because we had four shops, nine oh, employees. Oh my gosh! Yeah, we were pumping cars out. We'd do fifty cars a year. And is that like full custom? Yeah, like engine work and you guys were doing body work and pretty stuff much too. everything yeah yep. that is awesome yeah yeah, yeah. but then, finding help was tough oh yeah yeah and then the pandemic hit and i got rid of one of the shops and i got rid of a couple guys and then um things just slowed way down because um it just i kind of lost i lost the drive to manage people and i wanted to get back to building cars myself yeah because Anyone that's, anyone that's ever worked for me will tell you that I probably am really good at building cars, but I'm terrible at managing people, yeah. you know? And, and so we just, we just got to the point where we just kind of whittled, whittled the, sh the business down to where now we're only building cars for a few clients. We're going to really, really focus on, um, part sailing, um, and, and doing the influencer stuff, you know, traveling the country, oh, yeah. putting on the shows, meeting new people, kind of. We did 10 years of really hard labor. So now I kind of want to just maybe even, even if it's just for two years or a year or two years, just go out and just explore the country and, and meet new people and kind of maybe regroup and, and kind of, you know, get more of a, a centering on what we want to do. Yeah. And enjoy ourselves because awesome, it was sure. a lot of work. A lot of work. We, when we started our business, we had no working capital and no credit. Mm -hmm. So it was very tough. Every dollar we made, we had to reinvest and we just worked all the time. And it wasn't always very much fun. Um, we sacrificed having our own cars. Um, we, In the midst of all that, we were building his Trans Am. And that's been a lifelong ongoing project. But um, once we got down here, we decided, you know, we needed to treat ourselves better and do more for ourselves. So he built an Astrod and then wanted me to have another drag car. It was supposed to be a uh, street car that I could just drive to the track and, and run. But that kind of went out the window. But... <laughs> I say, it is a full blown. How, what would you describe? How would you describe that? I call car? it a small tire pro mod. Yeah. I was going to say, that's like full blown pro mod situation. Basically. You know, going on. Yeah. Basically. It's and just... nothing looks untouched. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Nothing no. That used to be a car. <laughs> right. Yeah. It did. It had like a floor and everything. Yeah. And it's not as much anymore. No, it's, it's, I don't know. I tend to do that sometimes. Like I just have this simple idea, but then I'm a while I'm here kind of guy. Yeah. And I, like, that's not a bad thing. No. I mean, obviously it's gotten you somewhere like well, above and beyond kind of person. Yeah. And it's, I ultimately it's what I always wanted. Mm -hmm. um, I've always wanted like an actual race car. So now I have it. I just need awesome. to go drive it. Yeah. <laughs> But it's crazy. It's crazy to think about when me and Stacy first started this. We like we drove little shitty cars. Like we had a little two door Saturn, and we had a PT Cruiser that a we PT drove. PT Cruiser. It like died in the intersection. We had to call for a ride. We had when that was our only car that ran and drove at the time. Like we went through things like that. Stacy rear-ended someone in the Saturn, and no, a truck pulled out in front of me, and the Saturn went underneath this truck and oh, like no. basically broke my face. I didn't break anything, luckily, but I was like. 
Oh my god! Yeah, her face was black. Don't buy a Saturn. Their airbags are (laughs) harsh. So yeah, so we were like, we had like, we're at times we were borrowing cars from friends and and stuff, just to make it to work and stuff. And then shortly after opening my business, our business, I lost my license for five years. So we been there. Yeah, yeah. I I, so when you said you had a you know had to do SR twenty two thing. I get it. I used to do that. Like, he had it made, though. So he had rough. a personal chauffeur you were the for personal five chauffeur. years. Five yeah. years. When we moved down here, it was almost time to get his license back. And I was like, you just wait. You're going to drive me around. <laughs> I still always end up driving. Really? Oh, wait. I'm a way better driver. <laughs> yes. He's like, eh, on the streets, I'm a better driver. Ooh. On the streets, on the track? He's always on his phone. Oh, He's yeah. like off in the, the <laughs> rumble bars. And I'm like. Why do you think they're there? Cops, if you're listening to this, don't. <laughs> yeah yeah when we go somewhere i'm like i'll drive that's yeah. so funny so you guys went through years of all of your time money energy went into other people's vehicles and your Grinding. business without being able to enjoy building your own cars to being able to enjoy life so yeah. yes we we flew to we flew to vegas and it was supposed to be like a one night overstay and fly back tomorrow to get married no way i was literally on the phone the whole time putting out fires with customers and employees <sighs> I couldn't even go get married without, and I'm talking overnight. Like we flew down, we oh we stayed one day, gosh. stayed the night, and flew fly home tomorrow. It and was, I was on, terrible. Dr- was walking, walking down the strip, strip on the phone with like the insurance company and uh, like all this crazy. Like that's we still have never really had a true vacation. Mm-hmm. I don't think. No, we yeah, never have. Now everything's car related. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, and Ellis Fest East always falls on our anniversary, oh, so really? we're always there for our anniversary. So I always we always take a nice scenic drive to Kentucky for our anniversary. <laughs> yeah, it's, I love Tradition. Kentucky though. Me not too. Complaining. And I, I like I that event. There. Yes. I for love sure. the venue, everything about it. Me too. So you guys deserve something. The time to, I mean, you've built a couple awesome cars for yourself. To be selfish, right? Yeah, you definitely yeah. do. Like, you guys have earned It's that. hard, though, because people see on social media, we're Jesse's performance on social mm-hmm. media, and they see... I share a lot more of that stuff than the customer stuff because I don't like the backlash from customers. Oh, why aren't you working on my stuff? Why is it not as far along as I thought? And I just not share it. That is the worst thing ever. So that's what like what you guys are kind of saying is like kind of how me and Zach are feeling and transitioning, which like I stopped doing customer stuff like when I moved from Missouri. But it's it's hard to do the influencer stuff and the YouTube and all of that when you have customers like, you know, it could be midnight and you're filming something for youtube but they're like well why aren't you working on my car oh yeah and nice that you have your own car to enjoy right. or it's like on a sunday jabs. you're working on your own stuff and it's like oh well why isn't and people are just so critical of that and it guess what it's our time you, yeah exactly and they don't understand Do that, you work though. 24 hours a day right. they expect seven you days a week yeah right? well yeah you know, when they start paying the overtime hours then they can exactly. get the overtime work you know yeah. exactly so and, that's where it's nice to just like you said take a couple clients here and there not yeah. have them running your life people that we know are just going to be chill and, and yeah patient. well they're fans exactly. they're fans of what we do and they want right. us to build it and they understand who we are and what we're doing outside of work and know that like we might be in Indiana for a week for PRI, or we might have to go to SEMA for two weeks or right. you know whatever the thing may be and they understand that but they know that like when I come home, I'm 100% dedicated to getting their stuff done. Yeah. Cause, I mean, I work 80 hours a week. I don't, it's right. no big deal. And you guys do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ever since that we moved down here, um, the shop and the house are on the same property. We actually have two houses. So Kyle has a little house. I know. I, like I said, I love y'all's property. I wish that we would have it's got something so like cute. that. It's, uh, yeah, it's a lot of work. Um, yeah. The, our house especially needs a lot done to it. But, 
Um, it's nice that he can just walk out and go to the shop and go to work. And right. I, I'm a little lost though, because I used to get up and drive to work and mm-hmm. be at work and then come home and take care of the dogs every night. So I had like this regular schedule. And now, like literally, my two offices are right next to each other. I have the office in the kitchen, and I don't know which one to be in. <laughs> That's kind of hard. It's, it's super hard. You get to where you don't have the separation between work and home and i mean like you guys said you work so much anyways it really isn't that separation so it's nice but it also has its downfalls but i don't have as much of a job anymore i don't have nine employees that i have to tend to i don't have to order nearly as many parts and so i'm kind of like what do i do i don't i'll just do the dishes and do laundry because it's (laughs) i know how to do that that's easy (laughs) so i'm kind of a little lost right now and i don't i mean there's days i think today is the first day i left the house since last week what's today is it tuesday uh, tuesday yeah. oh my gosh yeah. yeah that's one of those things like once you have a compound like we have yeah we'll find ourselves not leaving for a couple of days at a time and it's really weird and you lose track of time and you lose you know but also it's really nice because you don't have to worry about it you know mm-hmm. but if there's a there's a, a bit of anxiety and guilt because we aren't it feels like we're being lazy if we don't right leave like yesterday we took the day off because he had you know, he was stuck in Michigan for two extra days. And I didn't know if he'd make it back on Sunday. He got back really late. So we just took the day off and worked from the couch. I mean, we were still working. Right. But it It feels hard to not feel bad. Like spend a Monday in my pajamas. You know, even though like I got up in a shower just to put my pajamas back on and sit on the couch. (laughs) Like, you know, as weird as that is, you know, but uh, I love it, though. Yeah. I mean, you know, thinking thinking back on the things we've we've, you know, I used to Uber an hour and 15 minutes from our shop to our house in a totally different town that was 45 miles away. And I didn't have a driver's license. So it'd be four in the morning and I'd be Ubering. Dude, those Ubers are expensive too. Well, yeah. And it was like a $50 Uber ride. Uh, Every night. That's crazy. It literally had a loft that he would sometimes stay in because the mm-hmm. shop had a shower too, so he could like sleep I on the futon. Air mattress or a futon. Yeah, up you had there a futon because we bought Kyle that futon. Yeah, put a futon up there and <laughs> there's a shower, and I would stay there just because it just was more, it was easier. Right. One night, it was so funny. So he wasn't going to come home, right? And we lived in this little condo, like main floor condo. And he wasn't going to come home. I talked to him before I went to sleep because I'm an early sleeper. So he'll stay up till two in the morning, but I'm asleep by like 10. And I'm like, (laughs) and uh, the dog started barking at like three in the morning. And I was like, like, I swore I heard a knock on the door. And I go look out the peephole and there's a hand covering the peephole. I literally like, I, I was like, well, this is it. This is how I die. And it wasn't you? I ran in the bedroom to call him, and he's like, I'm out front. I was like, <laughs> wow. Yeah, I left my key. He, you didn't have oh a key. My he doesn't gosh. use keys. I don't, yeah. Well, yeah, so yeah. So <laughs> he uh, just wanted to But I thought I was going to die. Oh, my god! College town, you know, main floor condo. I was like, oh, boy. Here we go. I'm going to get raped and killed. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's terrible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, those were the But days. it was all fine. <laughs> you just over-exaggerated the whole thing. No big deal. <laughs> it but, happens. Yeah. So, but you know, like, yeah, now that we've done all that, we're ready to, we're ready to get on the road. Yeah. Yeah. This last year was our biggest year for traveling. Um, We didn't start traveling a lot until two years ago. Yep. Um, and That's kind of when we, we met you guys, more. too. Mm-hmm. It was probably just about that yeah. long ago. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're going to do a lot more this year. Um, we're going to do a lot more with the NASROD, more, more than just burnouts with the NASROD. Uh, more drag racing, and then the Trans Am is going to be coming back out, and then we have a new build. We have two new builds. Two yes, new I want to hear two about new them. Builds. <laughs> you talk. Do you want me to talk about my new build first or yours? Um, I'll, so I'm building. Um, I had an idea a couple years ago 
to get some great companies together and help me build a burnout car. Because mm -hmm. I see drag racing dying, NASCAR dying, as far as spectator attendance goes. And I was mm -hmm. like, man, we got to find a, a sport that the spectators can watch. You know what I'm saying? For sure. And then after doing some burnout shows, it's just, it's, it's unbelievable how dedicated those people are like they'll take hot tire to the face and not care yes people you know love burnouts yeah they like they can't see they can't breathe they can't, <laughs> and they'll still be trying to scream about it you know what i'm saying it's awesome so i was like this is the direction that we need to move because i feel that's where the spectator and the money and the industry is kind of going to have to go if they want spectator money so um Things kind of trickled and trickled and trickled. And then finally this year, I got some people on board, um, you know, to help me do a burnout car. And at first I was going to do this little Toyota Starlet, which, you know, a customer of mine owns. And it was a really cool idea, a little Puerto Rican car. super cool. But um, I came across the 78 Trans Am, which... It's sitting in our yard. He didn't come across it. It's sitting at our house. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Came across it. Yeah. Got a new idea for... For yeah. something you got tired of, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. So I figured, you know, it's a really cool car. I'm known for my Trans Am. Like I've always done Trans Ams my whole life. I'm an F body guy. I was like, let's make let's make the coolest burnout Trans Am we can. And so I found a rendering that I liked. We're gonna follow that. We're gonna do a blower. Um, we're gonna wide body. Wide body. It's be so badass. Yeah. The rendering is awesome. Yeah. If y'all want to check it out, go to their social media. It's yeah. everywhere, right? I know I saw it first on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, I think we've got it on Instagram too. I've shared it one time. Yeah. It's so it's another guy's rendering that we yeah. just. He was like, "This is it." Did the guy ever do it, or how old is the no, rendering? No, no, he's we just did reach out. an idea. Yeah. yeah, and I reached out to him and said, "Hey, man, would you mind if we made this a car?" Mm -hmm. And he, he had, says, "Yeah, cool." Nice. It was that simple. So yeah. So um, <laughs> yeah, we got some great companies on board. Um, I'm not going to speak too much about it because we're we got some major things in the works. But um, you know, obviously, I've been doing a lot of work with Speedmaster. Um, we went to SEMO with them, went to PRI with them. They are definitely um, going to be a big part of what we're doing. Um, we just got back from Steve Morris's place. He's building the engine for it. We're gonna have oh. a big 871 blower on it. Um, any hope we'll have tick performance giving us, you know, getting us hooked up with the T56. I'm still going to keep a manual transmission in my burnout car because they're just nothing more American than grabbing gears, you know? Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, obviously, you know, doing an automatic would be really easy and it'd be really cool and it'd be the easiest, the easy way, you know, the easy button is the automatic, but right. three pedals is what it needs. Feel a little more one with the car with the manual, right? Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And there's just something about like grabbing gears and a Trans Am and, you know, I don't know. <laughs> you gonna grow a mullet too or no? You see He's it, working I'm working on, on it. it. <laughs> He's you working see it, on I'm working on it. I'm working on it, so. Yeah. No, I just, I, uh, and I've always wanted to do something really crazy like this to a Trans Am, but my car's been like way too nice to do that to. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'll, I'll have a, I'll have a ratty wide body one that's, you know, just does all Burning the, tires. does all the parties. Yeah. Hell yeah. So. <laughs> that's gonna be awesome. Yeah. So what is build number two that you guys have coming this year? Build number two is a 29 Ford T-Bucket. It's a little truck. Um, so you just told me about that out there, but I'm, I'm, not, I'm interested to hear what that is because I have no idea what the hell that is. So it, it's basically, it looks like a Model A, but no roof. So it's a convertible. Um, it's really all we have is the tub. It, we found a really nice fiberglass tub. And, um, oh, I'm sorry. It's still, we found, I thought we didn't. No, we got a, a new steel one. I can't keep up. There were like <laughs> right. five million tea buckets that we looked at. Look yeah. at this one. Look at this one. Okay, so it's steel. It's got roll-up windows, which don't all have roll-up windows. Nice. And it has a Duval windshield, so it's like 
the windshields like this. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So, um, but it's not going to be ratty. It's not going to be a patina deal mm-hmm. at all. It's going to be um, like black cherry, rose gold interior. Oh, it's going to look so A lot of rose good. gold accents and just a little cruiser. Yeah. Um, I'll probably do one of the Steve Morris motors and then individual throttle bodies. I've always wanted individuals. So I'm like, that's going to be dream awesome. come true. So not is it going to be for racing or more so just cruising around? Just cruising around. Um, we do a car. lot of local like cars and coffee mm-hmm. stuff and a little meets. And it's nothing's more annoying than trailering your drag car to something like that. Yeah. It's insanely inconvenient and it makes everything take way longer. And I mean, it's really cool to look at. I mean, I get that it's, you know, it's a drag car or whatever, but it'd just be cool to have a street car. It's a street yeah. car event, you know? Be able to show so, it around. Go yeah. to Heeb, put your groceries yeah. in the back. Yeah, go to the old Heeb. Heeb. I love <laughs> Hebe's. That's what we call it. Go to yoga. I go, yeah, yeah, I go to yoga down at the Presbyterian Church. I think you'll probably be the coolest one in the parking lot at yoga for sure. I hope so. I'm definitely the youngest by far, but (laughs) I don't care. Where do they have yoga here, actually? It's literally at a church. This lady teaches, and it's the coolest class. Everybody there is literally like 20 years older than me. I might have to go. But I love it. It's in the mornings, though. So it's, but it's a good way to start the day. Yeah. It was too cold today to do in class yoga. So we did Zoom yoga. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I really like it. It's a good class. Yeah. Yeah. Yoga's so good. Can we get back to talking about cars and <laughs> well, stuff? Well, you know, now? I guess so, Jess. <laughs> right, please. Like, throw my little Jeez. yoga mat in the back and drive it over there. Like, sorry, actually... sorry, everybody. <laughs> you know, sorry. You're done. You're done. Yeah. So we're going to just have some girl talk <laughs> yeah. here. <laughs> yeah. So. so what events are you guys looking most forward to this year? All of them. All of them. All of them. Because you're doing all of them, right? I'm really excited about Cletus and Cars. Um, This will be Mm -hmm. our first Cletus and Cars event. We were supposed to do September, Mm -hmm. but with moving and moving. Moving was a nightmare. So um, we didn't make it, but um, we got accepted again, and that's the beginning of April. So that'll be our first event, and I'm super excited about it. Yeah, it's Cletus's sure. birthday that weekend, so I guess it's like the biggest like it's gonna be fireworks rowdy. everywhere, and get to go to Florida. Nice, well, that'll be fun. Yeah, we'll be at the Freedom Factory. That'd yeah. be awesome. Yeah, so, so which I've be never really been cool. there before. I don't know Me a whole, whole lot about it, but yeah, it's it's gonna be really cool. So whole new crowd of people, you know. Yeah, for sure. And I think that's gonna be our main focus this year is just getting out there to the masses. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because we have a little bit of a following. We don't have a real huge following, you know? Like, our fans are dedicated fans of oh, ours. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, they, like, if I'm like, hey, I'm broke down the road, they'll be like, where are you at? I'll come get you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, like, I want to have more. You know right. what I'm saying? I want, I want yeah, more. Gross. I feel like you guys already work with some big companies, and, I mean, all your social media is always great. So our challenge, I think, has been that we are a shop and it's a lot harder for a business on social media than it is as an individual. For sure. So we're kind of gravitating gravitating more towards being individuals on social media versus being Jesse's performance. Yeah, I think that's smart. That's so it's hard to, to show it. individual personality if you're working mm-hmm. as a business, right? It's always got to be professional, got to be, you know what I'm saying? And I'm just right. not. I'm not that guy anyways. You know, I'm a straight <laughs> shooter. So it's been, I, so I like up until recently, I just haven't been on social media a lot because I don't want to say the wrong thing and make the wrong person mad. And, you know, so, but now it's like anything goes, let's go, yeah. you know. 
Yeah, so we've that. been totally slacking on social media because we don't really have anything to share right You're now. You're kind of in like a low yeah. stage. Yeah, we're kind of in a like almost a limbo. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it, I think it's gonna pick a lot, pick up a lot. Um, the Rob Dom video was big. I don't know if you saw yeah, that. Yeah, I did see it. That that was awesome. That was really cool. A lot of people. I, I literally got pulled over the other morning leaving yoga for my windshield, my tinted windshield, <laughs> and he was like, he's like, I pulled you over for your windshield. He's like, but random question: Are you Jesse's wife, Stacy, from Jesse? Mm-hmm performance i was like after he'd just gotten in an uber in michigan and the same thing the uber driver was like oh my gosh i know who you are yeah that that is awesome so it's weird for us because we're not like we're not like that you know so um it's exciting i'm excited yeah yeah we're gonna do um a big youtubers race is that what they call it the youtube oh that's cool youtube it's the big showdown it's youtube versus the world and I guess they have never like, heard of that, but that's how should awesome. go. It's a drag I'm event, and there's YouTuber. Burnouts. I could, I could go. <laughs> yeah, there's it's twenty plus YouTubers. I guess that show no up. No joke. Uh, on the gas, Donk Master, um, Demonology. He's a real big Mopar Love guy him. here. Yeah, I want to have him on because he's local too. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's a riot. Yeah, yeah. yeah he'd yep. be really good. Yeah. yeah, he's cool. He's a cool guy. He picks up the yeah. phone when you call and stuff. So yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. So we're gonna do that, and they're actually um, Ennis is supposed to be setting aside and b- doing a burnyard. Like, cool. this is going to be the first year they dedicated an area for Burnyard. Because I guess they used to do it at the end of the track mm-hmm. where you could tear it up and no one cared. But I guess they're going to try and do. So it's going to be done. local. Local. Yeah. Ends. No way. Yeah. It's yeah. like the 17th of April, I think. I can get you the date. <gasps> yeah. It's like two weeks before LS Fest. So I'll go drag race and then he'll go do some burnouts. Nice. And... So do we have to be invited to this to participate? I don't think so. I, I don't think, think so. Just I mean, to... given who you are, I'm sure you're welcome to go. I want to go. We got yeah. invited by like, Donk Master. Have you told so. Zach yeah. yet? Because I know you, yeah. I know him and Zach talk all the time. I know. Right? Like and I'm girls. just left out. Me too. I'm like girls. No, Zach's see, it was before. What it, this is, it's really crazy because I was like, I was a turbo guy before. And I, I'm like, Zach, I'm going to make build a blower car. And he's like, oh, I'll text you back now. <laughs> yeah. he's yeah. a freaking mess he's the worst he's yeah. always on the phone but you said blower and he's probably like yes i need to know more <laughs> yeah yeah then yeah then you know it's more intriguing then you know so it's hard to keep his attention span <laughs> i think that's what it is i get it, I get it. Yeah. i've never been a blower guy before so this is all new to me like yeah. i understand him and i've built blower cars before but i've never been like oh i'm gonna put a blower on something because yeah we're turbo people, big time turbo people. I've never people. like been hip about him either until his, and I see what it does. I'm like, okay, this thing is sweet. Well, yeah, it's and it's like the looks. You can't, yeah, you yeah. can't beat it. It's, it's like no. having a giant dildo, yes, sticking out of the hood. You know, <laughs> like people are just like, oh my god, oh my gosh, gets like, attention <laughs> everywhere it goes. Like it's okay. it's it's all right, no yeah. big deal. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think um yeah that that YouTuber race is gonna be really cool though. That'll be cool. That'll be yeah. really cool. Hopefully, we get some corporate sponsors behind the burnyard and help that grow because you know that's where the that's what we're trying to do we're just trying to push burnouts 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 you know and so us too yeah yeah i'm gonna not do burnouts no no you're gonna learn today well i mean i'm gonna do some burnouts in my drag car it's a given before yeah no i'm a straight line kind of girl yeah i'm gonna learn to drive though i think i'll probably learn to drive the burn bird i think you can it's easy. I'm sure I can do it. I've oh, snow drifted before. Do it. See, no. to me, the, the straight line's a little more intimidating than a Yeah, circle. but you're the queen of catastrophic failure. That's no joke. I'm like, shit, do I even drive? No, it just blows up. <laughs> uh, like, like, you don't even get a chance to turn the wheel and the motor's like, smoking. Yeah, so, like, I mean, I can't drive either. I'm like, well, stationary burnout and she's done. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, eventually you'll get some, yeah. maybe get some, a turn Hopefully. or a donut into it. Until then, I'm just living in Zach's shadow of the burnouts. <laughs> That's okay. I feel that way about drag racing with her. No way. You've gone faster than me. What was that? Can we say, can we hear that again? You, you've gone faster than me. Barely though. She, she bought me this t-shirt Barely. that says my wife's faster than me and I refuse to wear it until she earns it. Oh. <gasps> I think mile an hour I've gone faster. Mm, nope. He's 150 and I've been 155. <laughs> That's gotta earn so it. funny. What'd you run? What was your fastest ET? Mm-hmm. You went eights, right? 890? Yeah, I went 890. I've gone 9-1 on the gate oh. on like 700 horsepower. So he better bring the shirt to the track next time. Yeah. <laughs> I think I did Jesse. bring it last time to the show, <laughs> but I, I wrecked last time. So we didn't get the chance to make any more passes. <gasps> it was such a good pass too. It was really good pass. It was. It was so straight. But you got it back to normal now, right? Oh, yeah. It's totally good. Yeah. It was no big deal. I actually had a GoPro in the car, and so I was able to watch how well I kept the car mm-hmm. off of the wall. So I think I can handle burnouts after Hell that. Yeah, I was basically doing donuts in my drag car. <laughs> oh, my god, 150 miles it an hour. It really spun. I was facing the beginning of the track when I landed. Oh, my god, It was intense. That's terrifying. And you can't move, you know? So you're just like... Just praying, <laughs> holding on and praying. Yeah, that's scary. See, that's what scares me about the drag racing is how fast you're going when things can go wrong. But once you know how it feels, it's like, okay. It's like, well, okay. Big, yeah, it was it was no big deal. I uh, The other night we went to dinner over at the, what's that place called? The the steak place that's over oh, here. Fly by night. Yeah, fly by night. Love that place. So we had this thirteen Trans Am of a customers that we supercharged and stuff. And so he's been doing some tuning. We drove it to go to dinner. I'm in the back seat. I had I don't know how many glasses of wine at dinner, and so I'm in the back seat. I'm all hey, 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 I'm recording and everything, and traction control. He like got on it and traction control kicked on, and it like threw me into the side of the the <laughs> back seat. I was so pissed because I like, hit my head and I hurt my shoulder, and that was way more painful than wrecking that car really? at 150 oh yeah it was at like 10 miles an hour yeah. no it was not 10 <laughs> so it was 10 miles an hour and then like i just throttled into it a little bit and it, the road was slick you know obviously and it went Whoop! and then it like traction control kicked on and that uses the abs to shut it down too so it's like it's like flung it back over it's like holy shit so yeah. but the back seat's really small so i was like yeah i know that's what i was saying i'm like oh that doesn't sound like a fun car to be in the back seat no of. i was trying to be nice kyle's taller and he's got the longer legs like immediately yeah, yeah, <laughs> me too. <laughs> I spent my whole life drive. in the back of a Trans Am. It ain't no big deal. Because you couldn't drive or what? No, he grew no. up. <laughs> That's what my dad had when growing up. So like, and there's there was three of us brothers, and there's only two seats in the back of a Trans Am. Mm-hmm. So we'd all fight over who had to sit on the hump. The hump <laughs> is just literally carpet, no padding, no yeah. nothing. Yeah. So obviously my little brother has got a little bit of animosity built up from that over the years sure does. <laughs> yeah it's like you made me sit on the hump yeah that was a thing still got bruises on his butt probably there's only two seat belts and there's three of us kids riding back there you know what i'm saying so risking like, it all oh yeah. i doubt they were even wearing the two probably not probably not no. probably not no we just recently got a bunch of family photos from his dad and there's so many car pictures in there like all the pictures he made the boys pose in front of the cars and Aww. it's oh, yeah. so funny that was our childhood yes oh, yeah. but like chevelles and transams and it's it's really cool to see how he grew up that way because i didn't grow up around cars at all that's what i was gonna ask I'm like obviously you did 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 you at all or how no. did the 
I um, my dad had a C10 when I was in high school, and but I didn't think anything of it, and it's what I had to learn to drive a manual on. So I learned to drive a manual, and I drove it in high school and stuff. But um, I didn't get into cars until I was working at a record store that sold stereo equipment, and I did um, like DB drags. We had like all these subs in the back of my Civic, and I loved it. I won all the time, and so I was like, "This is this is dumb." I went and got a motor swap and started racing. Like, I want to go fast now. Yeah, I just I I don't know what brought me into wanting to do it, but I've never wanted to stop ever since. That is awesome. Can I ask for a pee break? So so funny story about all that. I uh, I was in real estate school when I first started. I got my motor swap and everything, and um, there was a race in Salt Lake City that I really wanted to go to. But I was in real estate school. I was like nineteen, and. my mom was like, she's a realtor, you know, and she's like, no, you can't go. You can't go. So I went anyways and lied to her and she didn't even know that I was gone. And I ended up getting kicked out of real estate school because I wasn't there. And oh, no, yeah, it was worth it, though. Yeah, then it was big time worth so it. You never did real estate after that. I did. Actually, yeah. I went back to real estate school years later. I got my license and I sold real estate and did property management for 14 years. Wow. That's what I was doing when I met Jesse. That is it was awesome. called Turbo Property Management. Oh my gosh, that's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> I've always been like a big single turbo kind of girl. My oh, little yeah. Honda had a big turbo and yeah. So no blowers in your future? No, well, <laughs> no, not of my own. I don't think so. I like having turbo cars. Yeah. He wanted to twin turbo my Transmero, but I told him big single, but forward facing single. And Hell yeah. It was a challenge. It was really good for him. That's I like it. symmetry. Yeah. And that that was the that was the hard part there, but it turned out so good. It did turn out so good. I mean, it doesn't look like anything on the car was easy to do. No, unless you're <laughs> him. It wasn't. It wasn't that hard. It wasn't that hard. It was just. I think I probably overthought every part of it. So yeah. it took me three times longer than it should have. It's so insanely safe for how fast I'm going to be going. So I appreciate that part yeah. because he had that in mind. Yeah, it's overdone sure. for sure. Yeah, but nice. um, what about you? What about me? Well, you got this little pickup back here, and I saw today that it didn't have a motor or transmission well, in it. You know, at SEMA, mm-hmm. it blew up. Not very exciting. No it, no exciting did, blow up. Did it blow up, or did you blow it up? Uh, well, for some reason, when it was going, it didn't seem like it was running right the whole time there. Like, it never had full power or, like, could build tire speed. Well, I only got to do it once, you know, or half the time, whatever you consider. But okay. for some reason, it wasn't wasn't doing anything right that whole time and that was no- motor number two <laughs> yes <laughs> okay all right so uh gonna go with a new a new motor a better one this time you know because these have just been kind of well the last one was an ls2 a little bit better i mean you guys are more versed in yeah the ls motors you need some and all that. internals yes i need like a good solid motor and i feel like i finally decided you know, I feel like you almost have to kind of decide between racing and burnouts. I mean, you guys know you're building builds for different purposes, right? Yeah. And I kind of thought I wanted to do a little more racing. And then, I mean, as we were saying, you know, for more of a spectator event yeah. and all of those purposes, I want to do burnouts, I decided. And I have more fun doing that anyways. So not that I've ever been down a track very fast, but. Yeah, but. I think um, drag racing is really cool, but it gets really expensive, right? Yes. It's very expensive to be competitive. 
Yes. Time right. consuming. I mean, mm -hmm. it all is just so much more serious than I think I want to be, right. to be honest. So the burnouts, they'll be fun yeah. and great for content. Like that's an important thing. I mean, yep. I've been doing burnouts in my diesel trucks since I was, you know, old enough to drive. So, right. yeah. So I think it'll be I fun. Think that's why Stacy is such a good drag racer. And that's why we kept her in a drag race program is because she's not competitive. Right. She just does it for fun. For fun. It's all about just having a hot rod and going, you know, it's self-challenging. That's bad. I just want to go fast. I, in my sport front car, I was trying to run 10s, which back then in a Honda was a really difficult achievement, especially in Colorado with the altitude. Um, I ran a lot of 11 O's and never broke into the 10s. So the first night out in my car, I went into the 10s like super easily. I was so excited. Well, like 10 awesome. two. Yeah, it was But ridiculous. I want to run some sevens this year. I haven't gone oh. faster than nine one, and I really want to run some sevens. Well, I'm going to do eighth miles. So what, like five second quarter miles? Yeah, we'll be in the 480s, 470s. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. Hell yeah. But again, yeah. and I'm I'm super competitive. So like if I drag race that car, we would be living in it. Underneath a bridge, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because like, where do you stop? You know, if you're feeling that competitive about it, that's why I'm like, that's the same thing with yeah. me. I'm like, well, if I'm going to drag race, I don't really want to do it half ass. Yeah. But yeah, you have to sell your soul. competitive, and I I saw what that did. It made it not fun anymore. Because I started, so I started out bracket racing. You know what bracket racing yeah. is, where you dial in, mm -hmm. and I got really good at that. I won a ton of trophies. I ended up placing in a point series, and I was like, this is super cool. I love winning. I want to actually go fast. So then we like stepped it up and did the bigger turbo and and blah blah blah. And I won my Wally, and then I was like, yes. So I went to PRI, and I got sponsors and all this stuff, which was so hard back then without social media oh, I yeah. can't even tell you how much easier it is oh, now oh yeah we have it made nowadays seriously social media I had my messenger tool. bag with my little my it's, little pamphlet that I like made the equivalent of going door to door trying to get customers you basically know? basically um, but after that point it was not fun anymore it wasn't fun at all I, I was married before and um, he wasn't on board we ended up breaking up for a lot of other reasons and um my new engine builder wasn't worth anything i didn't have a good program at all and i quit because i windowed two blocks in one year i i i was tired of going out and looking like a fool my transmissions never worked right i couldn't get the car to launch and not have i, I guess meeting jesse he's like you should have just started in second but I would launch in first, and then by the time I shifted into second, the way the, the motor and the transmission had rocked, it wouldn't go into second gear. So mm -hmm. I'd launch, and it was like, rawr, rawr. so I was banging gears back then. And I just quit because it was embarrassing, and I just I didn't want to do it anymore. I walked away from all of it for like yeah. four years. I didn't want to do car stuff at all. And then I met him, and I got introduced to muscle cars. And I used to always be like, oh, you can make a V8 go fast. Making a V a four-cylinder go go faster is a lot cooler. And uh, it's not, actually. <laughs> it's not. It, it is expensive with the V8s, but it's not as expensive as it is with the Hondas. Like, no thank you. We actually went um, a couple weeks ago. He, he's, oh, he gets bored when he doesn't have a project in front of him. So he's like, I need to buy a car. <laughs> so he's looking at all these cars on Marketplace, and he's like, I found these right-hand drive glass top CRXs this guy's got. And I was that? like, that's cool. Let's go. Because my car was a CRX. Let's like go. A, it's like the holy grail of Japanese oh, yeah. the Honda car. Yeah, I had the back seat, which is like a really rare option. I'm like, the, let's the glass go. glass is like roof. Or the roof is glass on these cars. They're like, it's Hold a rough. special oh. option. Yeah. Hmm. So we went and look at them and like, I was like, gung-ho, let's do this. I'll, I'll race that too. And then 
No thanks. He's got there and just like it didn't read the fire wasn't rekindled like it would have been ten years ago. Really? No. Yeah, no. just like we're just like this is cool, but like what we have is so much cooler. Just a whole different level, I think. And right. So I'll be patient and wait for my little. Yeah. Yeah, and and so like and the way that her new car came about is, I don't know, six or seven years ago, I did a trade and I got this little T bucket truck. And they had a manual transmission and a Pontiac V8 in it. And she drove it everywhere. It was a bank and like uh, it had, kickboxing. It had no roof. You know, it was, just had a truck bed, had no roof. And like yeah. no heater, no air conditioning, none of that stuff. Just literally a motor and transmission and drive it. But she loved it. And it was a lot of fun. And I was like, you know what? That's what you need. It's yeah. one of my like, most missed cars. Though, that's that we have super cool. Many. So, but, Take it to the next level. Make it really nice. Oh, it's yeah. Gonna be, it's going to be the, the most polished thing I've ever built for sure. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. I used to have a really nice black cherry Tahoe. It was a not very used color for mm-hmm. GM. And I, I always talk about my Tahoe. He hates hearing about it. <laughs> but I loved it. I, I love my Tahoes for some reason. And we were coming back from Ellis Fest Vegas the first year we took the NASRAD. Yep. And the guy that had towed the NASRAD out there, I don't know, his his 4L80 was not hanging in there or whatever. So he didn't want to tow it back. So we towed it back with my Tahoe. Well, we got into like Gallup and it was already like slipping. And we had to stop at this gas station for like, I don't know, four or five hours, drain some fluid out, put some more fluid in it. And we were still so far from home. So we we sent a whole group, our whole group ahead of us we said just go home we had some high school kids working with us back then so they had to get back to take tests and so three of us stayed back we had the dogs and everything and we had one of our workers drive my tahoe and we followed in my cadillac and um we got just outside of i don't know we were in bfe new mexico at like two in the morning and i finally tapped i said you have to tell him to stop it's about to catch on fire like it was smoke barreling smoke the transmission (laughs) fluid was so hot it was like boiling over onto the exhaust and just like yeah so like i was like all right well i had a friend you know i had had put out when we were in gallup i put on facebook i said we need help (laughs) like sos yes and i had a friend coming up from um colorado up to houston he's like hey i'll be through there i got a truck you know what i'm saying i'll help you guys out i was like cool so we unhooked um no no we left the tahoe and the trailer and the nasrod on the side of the highway we drove two hours to amarillo amarillo slept for a little bit and then jesse and scott headed back to go get the nasrod and the trailer while kyle had taken everybody back to the shop with the big trailer and he was going to dump that and bring an open trailer up to pick up my tahoe and there was like a two or three window there, window there, where we took the NAS rod and the trailer off of the Tahoe, and that Kyle made it to where the Tahoe should have been, and the Tahoe got stolen, on the side of the highway, and like we how were, did they even drive it away? I don't know, <laughs> but we were literally like, like if it would have been three hours difference, the NAS rod would have been gone too. Oh my gosh. So yeah. I'll sacrifice the Tahoe for the NASRAD. That's purpose, insane. But... Yeah, it was insane. So for people who don't know what the NASRAD is, can you explain it to me? Oh, Give just... us like a visual for people listening. <laughs> it's just this rusty old piece of shit that I drive around the country. <laughs> Much more than that. Um, okay. It's a uh, big cubic inch LS, Steve Morse engine, all wheel drive, sequential six speed, rat rod. 34 Ford. 34 Ford truck that uh i don't know it's just hellacious it's it's a thrasher it's, it's super ratty. we call it the nasrod because it's like the open wheel like you know nascar style but it's a rat rod 
Yes, that's a perfect name for it. That's so creative. You guys are so creative with the names, I'm telling you. Oh, thanks. <laughs> well, I remember when we first seen it at LS Fest. I don't remember which LS Fest it was. What is it, LS Fest Texas? It was Texas, right? Yeah, no, I think Kentucky. Because that was our oh, very first LS one. Fest. The very first one. Was, oh, Texas yeah. before Kentucky. Yeah, okay, okay. And we had seen it, and I'm like, what is this thing? Like, this <laughs> is insane. And then I'm like, oh, it's going to do the burnout contest. Like, that's so cool. I've always loved that truck. That's truck, cool. car, whatever. Oh, yeah, you, you got call to ride it. in it. Yeah, it's got to ride in it at SEMA. And I and it was worth it, even though I get insanely car sick. I like almost passed out and threw up heading out after that. But <laughs> once I got out, I'm like, Oh, that was great. Zach's like, How was that? I'm like, It was great, but we need to leave. Breathe in through your nose, out <laughs> through your mouth. It, though. <laughs> it was worth it. That's when we crashed it and exploded the drive oh, shaft yeah. and <laughs> ripped the rear. I mean, we that it was, was really broken. Yeah. yeah. That was awesome, though. Yeah. Didn't it catch on fire at that point? Oh, yeah. Sometime? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The oil caught on. It was bad. Yeah, it was, it was we were very on. new to our program then, mm -hmm. and we had some old four link brackets that were welded by someone else, and we literally ripped the rear end off the frame. <laughs> Luckily, so, they had a welder there to use, and they, the boys just stayed there all night and we thrashed yeah. and got, got it back together. together. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we were really new to the program and we didn't understand half of what we were doing with that car. And I don't think we still do. No, I haven't. I've. I don't think I've reached fifty percent potential of that engine yet. Yeah, you this know. last SEMA event was probably our hands down our best. Um, the performance, performance. that NASRA did was it did awesome, incredible. It was so much more than just doing burnouts. He was doing a ton of drifting and like stunt driving. Almost. That is so cool. So it was exciting when he got jumped at SEMA Fest. I don't think you guys were there for that. Wait, what do you mean? He got, got jumped, jumped by, by the a pre-runner bug. Oh, I was like, like jumped, beat up. Like we would have, we would have been there to back you up. What is this? What's happening? Oh, we had Kyle. Don't worry. Yeah, was, no, the pre-runner jump thing. Well, I had to do a stationary That's burnout. So you did a stationary burnout, and they jumped through the smoke. That is awesome. It was really cool. I had like one take at that, right? Like, yeah. If I was not in the wrong, right spot, or I moved or did anything, like. People's lives were at stake. I'm watching the that. videos, oh, like you did move when the Bronx was so. The well, that was the deal. Like there was two, there was two jumps. Two different trucks were going to jump me, so I had to sit in front of one. And as he jumped me, I had to scoot forward enough to be in the center of the next one. Oh. And they can't see him at all. And none of it was choreographed worth a shit at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. it was just like one yeah, and we're done. Do no this. practice. Yeah, yeah. No, it was just it was, yeah, it was in front of a live crowd. Like we, yeah, it was just yeah. His first run at SEMA Fest, I missed it, but he came out and drifted the whole circle and came around, spun around, and then like crab walked up to the wall and did a giant burnout. That I missed awesome. it. I wasn't there. The, the SEMA Fest, is, that was totally new this year, right? Are they talking about doing that more, making it a thing for every year? I think what has happened is um, since Wheel Pro and Hoonigan, I don't know, combined, mm -hmm. Hoonigan has actually kind of went away. Right, that's what it's right. seeming like. Yeah. yeah, like they're they've kind of let all the the main players kind of go do their own thing, mm -hmm. whether voluntarily or involuntary. I don't know how all that's going. They're really losing that like brand. It seems. Yeah, like even if you go to the Hoonigan website right now, it just redirects you to Wheel Pros, right? Like yeah. that's kind of frustrating. So, um, I think I think the industry is looking for guys like us and like you guys and Zach and stuff to kind of grab the torch, relight it, and run with it. Definitely. And that's and that's what we need to do. You know, um, there's enough of us that we totally can make this happen for sure. And again, with every other form of motorsports kind of losing the spectator's eye, we got to do something or else we're going to what's going to happen is the spectators are the people that vote. Right. And if the people that are voting aren't voting for automotive stuff, 
we're going to lose our automotive stuff. For sure. And that's what, that's, that's the bigger picture in all of this. You know, unfortunately it all falls back, everything in our lives falls back to politics, but that's the, that's the honest truth in this. So it's going to take, you know, some, some brave investing and some very smart marketing strategies by, by, by us influencers, because we're the only ones that are going to do it, mm-hmm. unfortunately. And we're going to have to make, we're going to have to pick up that torch and run with it. That's what's happening. And we're then, making and, it happen this year. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm planning on, you know, trying to bring a really big torch, you know, Hell yeah. and, and, you know, hit high gear with it because I want, I want to not only kind of catch back up where the industry was, but I want, I want the whole burnout situation. Like I want, a group of us to be able to be the new street outlaws. Like I think, and I think the vision's there. I think we have the right people to do it. We have the right influencers. It's five o'clock. <laughs> Alexis have, needs her meds. Is it time for yoga? No, I'm no Alexis yeah, needs right? her meds. <laughs> time, to, time to have a Zen breath here. Does no. she have someone to give her, give them to her? She's fine. Okay. She'll, yeah, be, she'll fine. be all right. For no, I wouldn't have um, to give them to her. <laughs> yeah. You don't want Kyle doing that. No. <laughs> but, um. He's like, I gave her the whole bottle. It's okay, right? It says, be good it, it says pain meds yeah. on here, right? Yeah, pain oh, meds. Oh, my God. But, um, no, as far as the burnout stuff goes, like I said, I think, you know, I have a group of about five of us right now that are willing to do whatever it takes to get this going. Obviously, you and Zach are two of the five. So it's a very small circle here. But, um, I think if we put all of our heads together, put all the marketing strategies together, and and um, really conspire to get this going, we could we could change the industry as we know it. I really think, and that's yeah. I know it's crazy to think that like us in this little town, right? Four of us from this little. Why does that town, make me want to cry? <laughs> I don't, because, I, because it's 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 brutally honest mm-hmm. in its reality, and and to think that like none of us ever thought we'd ever be a player in this industry to where we can make things happen in this, in this form, you know, but, but we have to, or else, cause I don't think if we can't pick up and take off where someone else left off, we can't, we can't have a generation gap. Oh, EVs will take over. Oh, that's so true. And, and even, I mean, they figured out that EVs don't work. I mean, Toyota's dropped their program and GM's invested $800 million in a new V8, you know? So the EVs aren't the, aren't the next thing mm-hmm. but no one knows what is the next thing and no one even knows what to try to be the next thing so we just got to put our heads together and we got to be some you know unfortunately just a bunch of good old boys that like to party and mm-hmm. we just got to make that bring it back to good times and fun and take the competition out of it and I bring the fun that. back you know yeah. i mean absolutely and, and spark s- people's passion again or even people that have never been interested in anything automotive that are just like that looks fun or these yeah. people seem like a good time you know yeah, yeah. it's exciting to watch i think regardless mm-hmm. of who you are it's exciting to watch and definitely um our first time to sema last year um well i'd been to sema before but um we our first time when we were at the burnyard it, it's so incredible being over there and then you go outside into the regular part of sema and you're like this is so boring it's a different world it's so boring it really is yeah yeah because it's just even just being a spectator last year i was like wow i don't want to go do any of even the signings or anything right? i have to do you're like SEMA. i have to leave here yeah i'm like this is and it just seems i don't know like it's surreal everyone's like one 
during that. Uh-huh. Does it feel like that? Is unreal. Uh-huh. Yes, like everyone's excited. Everyone falls in love. We're all supporting yeah, each other. Nobody is in competition with anybody else. So true. Like now that you're really saying this, that is how it is. And yeah. it's like the crowd, you'll have, you know, lifted truck people, muscle car people, all of that, all in this Big one wheel crowd. people. I mean, yes. everybody came yeah. together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just thinking, hey, this is badass. Well, it's, it's, it's how we unify this this whole the whole market right and mm-hmm. it's, you know we gotta we gotta us as influencers need to point the corporations to back to the people mm-hmm. right we need to stop giving money to huge organizations and huge race teams that take 10 and 50 million dollars a year to run that aren't getting getting a return on their dollar we got to show them that this is how you get your return on marketing you put it into the people's hands you put into the influencers hands because you know what it takes to run one of our burnout programs is not even all year long won't even get a uh, an hra car started that is you can't so even start true. up a car for what it costs to run a whole program yeah so if these corporations see that they're getting more marketing for their dollars and the people are there and the spectators are there and the seats are filled it's limitless what we can do we that just got to so keep true. the people's attention you know and there ain't nothing that fire and tire smoke and burning methanol and <laughs> crashing into each other and crashing into things like that's what the people want to see they want to see the chaos 100 percent. and it doesn't make sense to do that with a hundred million dollar dragster exactly no. you know? and to me this kind of stuff is more like what would you even say more i had the word and then i lost it and i use it all the time wow brain fart how embarrassing and something as serious as it more uh <laughs> more tangible for the average person you know because i mean you can go do burnouts in your stock pickup or stock car you know and it's things like that that people will be buying parts from holly and parts from all of these different companies to just kind of soup up the vehicles that they have to be able to do burnouts or even kind of try to be on that level yeah it's it's very grassroots you know that's the term that we like to use versus you know uh mains like more professional stuff with mm-hmm. grassroots burnout people you know what i'm saying but i think we've we've lost sight of what influencers are really supposed to be and we're not supposed to be about followers and all that stuff that's that's a byproduct of what we're actually doing and what we're actually supposed to be doing is making the people that go to jobs nine to five and, and go home and work on their cars on the weekend we're supposed to make them feel like they're just as relative as as us Definitely. you know what i'm saying and i think i think We've lost sight of that, and and I want to focus on my program to bring that back. And I think a huge part of that is doing burnouts because, like you say, I mean, I joked about it at, when we were at SEMA. I'm just going to go rent a U-Haul truck and put a big old fat nitro system <laughs> on it, and we're just going to do that. You know what I'm saying? And right? crash it around and, you know, get the insurance, and we'll be fine. <laughs> you know, they might not let me rent a U-Haul truck again, but guess what? It'll, <laughs> it'll be, be the worth coolest. It. They'll it'll probably be the run one to me, so <laughs> there yeah. you go. Yeah, I got family members that can rent U-Haul trucks. You know, we can get a couple years out of this deal. But but no, that's, that's, the, real, that's the realness of it, and, you know, it, it sucks to get serious about the way that the influencer program has been mistreated but it has been and and not a lot of people want to say that because they don't want to lose their positions but you know i feel like there's a spot for some things and it's not a spot for other things and if you're an influencer and you're not being used in a relevant sense you know what i'm saying because like you can be looked at as a you know you're a pretty gal 
you, you come out and do these things, you know what I'm saying? Because you're relevant to what we do. There's a lot of people that aren't relevant to what we do that are abusing the sense. corporate power. And and unfortunately, that's a, that's the ugly part of all this that we got to kind of redirect back to the people. And we got to make it to about doing burnouts and having fun and, and, and re-energize the people. Definitely. Make us feel like we're not such elite people to where the Joe Blow can't come up to us in a supermarket and shake our hands or, or take a picture or, you know, they asked me for my autograph. I want to ask for theirs back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because we are the same. I'm not, I'm not me without you and you're not you without me. And that's so true. You know, let's make it a circle. And that's what I want to do. Hell yeah. So. And I feel like that kind of thing, because like we said, not everyone can go, you know, not everyone has a dragster that they can go down a track. But hopefully some of these burnout events will have where anybody, you know, Joe Blow down the street can come and participate. Oh, like yeah. That is really what I envision and would love to see rather than being like, oh, invite only or, oh, you have to have so much horsepower, so much money into your car, like just everybody being together and being able to participate and not so elite yep. or you have to be an influencer, you have to be this or that. No. I would like to see everyone involved. Yeah, I, I like that idea. I like the, you know, the amateur burnout stuff, mm -hmm. you know, because we all started there. Right. You know For sure. I'm still there. I can't yeah. do one without I'm not one. even there. <laughs> yeah. But like, you know, we didn't all start out as high, high level influencers. Right. right. We, were, we were nobody, somebody. For sure. And you no. have to people have to have some kind of entry level to even try it, to even start, see if they like it, get the mm -hmm. practice. You know, if they never get a chance because they're not an influencer, or they don't have an expensive car, then it's not going to grow. Absolutely. And that's where NASCAR and NHRA and all those big high level racing events, they've they've lost the crowd because, like you say, it's not tangible. It's not tangible for the normal person to build a, a pro mod or, or you know, no. I mean, I street outlaws, I think, has just completely set all of that into a whole nother. I mean, those cars are insane. Yeah. I mean, and it's stupid money. But that's but that's still that's still not even that's still that's still tangible. a little more obtainable. Yeah, it is. It is with with normal people getting corporations behind them. <laughs> but but it's I mean, but to go from even those cars, those guys can't run it. You know, uh, the um, they can't run a pro mod team. You know what I'm saying? And they have technology and, and sponsors and all that stuff and they can't do it. You know, it's really it's really hard. Like, it's just we got to bring it back to. To where normal people, the normal everyday people. guy feels like he could be part of our sport Definitely. because he can. Yes. That's the thing. He can. If you don't care, if you don't care about your car enough or your mom's car or your wife's Send car, or, you know, <laughs> bring it out, bring it out, tear it up. You know, here's the deal. It might only live one time. It might live a hundred times, but guess what? you'll always remember what you did that time in that burnout pad. And so will the people around you if you did it epic enough. This is touching Very my passionate heart. about his burnout. <laughs> I'm like, why am I feeling? I'm like, Very. this is touching. I know we're just talking about burnouts, but this is touching my heart right now. <laughs> well, I think that's probably because that's where your heart is. Yeah. You know, and and that's and that's the the thing is if if what if what influencers can tell you in a in a sit down like this here, you know, touches the general people, it's because it's genuine. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's real. It's not it's not BS. This so. makes me really excited for. I'm this super year. excited. <laughs> yeah. There's so much local stuff, too, that we get to do. There's a lot of local burnout stuff. And, 
in addition to the big shows, I feel like we're going to be doing burnouts like every other weekend this Hell month yeah. or this year. And I'm so excited. Let's freaking do it. And I want to do it every me. weekend. So we I, don't even have enough on our schedule yet. Right. So let's I go. Need, <laughs> I need to build like a, a couple backup trucks, you know, because yeah. my track record's not the best. But yeah, yeah, we change our oil. She changes motors. It's crazy. <laughs> we change tires. She changes motors. That's a better way to put right, it. Like, literally. Yeah, I've had tires last longer than she has had motors last. <laughs> do you have a tire sponsor? That's what we really need. Oh, my gosh. No, I don't. No. Hello, calling all time. I know. Yeah. Somebody, anybody. I don't anybody. care what your tire brand is. If it'll fit my wheels, I'm going to yes. burn them off for you. Let's send it. Let's Please. go. That's the biggest thing. Yeah. Parts seem to be easy. Tires, right. though. My hardest part is, is what do you do with the tires once they're spent? Right. You got these old raggedy wire showing tires. You can't store them. Sell them, give right. them free tires with merch purchases. You get so this. dangerous. Yeah. Wires all yeah. yeah. Heck yeah. I mean, honestly, it might get to the point someone wants them. Yeah. Heck yeah. You know? Yeah. Science is a little dangerous, though, maybe. Yeah. Just throw it in a box. It'll be yeah. fine. So, yeah, I guess what I'll do is after I burn the tires off to Nassar, I'll give them to you. You can, you can, yeah. So when someone buys a T-shirt, you just stuff a tire in their box, and it'll be a random, it'll I'm be like, a random win for somebody, yeah, hey, right? Be careful yeah. opening that because yeah. you might—they're expecting all, a little shirt, like and it's box. like yeah. you're like, I only bought a tank top. What you're am like, I gonna this? do with this tire? <laughs> we'll just sign it, and it'll be okay. Yeah, yeah, that's the way we'll dispose of all. People of them. love that kind of thing. <laughs> I'm sure you got some pistons and rods you can sell. People. I definitely could people. do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm sure I'll have more. <laughs> Uh, Zach doesn't want to hear all that. No. <laughs> That's okay. Job security, right? Yeah, for sure. Job security. Yeah, cat so. back there. Job security for him. That's right. It's so okay. are you done drag racing then? I don't think so. I just don't want to do it competitively, which not that okay. I ever did. But yeah. I kind of thought that I wanted to, you know. But yeah. I'm down for the local tracks. I think that's so fun. You know, just bring that to short trip. But when I really got to seeing more of the real drag racers that they're traveling every single weekend, which we kind of do that anyways, but it's just a lot of work that, yeah. that I don't think I want to do, to be honest, you know, and I'm, I think I'll still do it for fun, but nothing competitive. Like you said, I just had a blast. I don't think I've ever been down the track fast at all. I don't even have times really because I forgot to shift, <laughs> um, but it's just fun. It's super fun. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Um, I think it's a good challenge. It's a good rush. Like mm -hmm. you say, um, if you're competitive in nature at all, you don't just don't even go down that avenue because yeah. <laughs> it is it's a it's a dark dark wormhole, you know. And like I say, Stacy's not competitive. Stacy has a blast at it. Yeah. Me and Stacy, the 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 happiest time we ever had drag racing is just when she went like in the tens. You know what I'm saying? That is awesome. But that was huge. That was a very very proud moment for both of us. And we didn't win anything. We didn't beat right. anybody. Like she was on the track by herself. You know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't no big yeah, deal, but like cool. it was a huge deal personally because. That's that's what all this needs to be Your about. Your personal best yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. I just, I don't know. I guess I needed to prove to myself that I could do it. And it was so hard before that now it's so easy. Driving that car is insanely easy. Yeah. Oddly. Yeah, but I'm like... going to do some women in wheels stuff this year, I think. Ooh, that's cool. That's all yeah. the bracket racing, right? Yeah. So yeah. I'm going to go bracket race my to car. Me, the bracket racing sounds hard. It's you just have to be consistent with it and really know your car, right? You just ha yeah, you just have to be consistent. Yeah. It's actually really easy. Mm -hmm. Um, but I there's a few of her events that I think I can make. I just need to get my car to kind of fit in her rules of mm -hmm. streetcar. Oh yeah. Um like <laughs> door panels mods, and right? yeah. Hopefully my little patch of carpet is considered <laughs> carpet enough. 
Um, yeah, that's a super cool thing that she has going on. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I love it. I love the community that she mm-hmm. has involved with it. I'm trying to get involved with more girl stuff. But yeah. I mean, I live. we live in a world of men. Yeah. And it's really hard. It's hard to remember at the end of the day that there are still other girls out there. And um, I don't know. I kind of feel like I'm like I, I, I'm not the kind of driver that would have the kind of car that I have, I guess. I don't feel like I'm on that level. So I, I just want to go have fun with some people that yeah. maybe they have like regular cars, but I don't care. <laughs> I'll go slower. We'll just right. run it on the gate. I don't care. It's still fun. I started sure. to make passes. I don't think we'll make many of them. Um, I think only well, maybe What we like... could do, what I was thinking about this just now, is we can just fly in for a day. We can get a U-Haul and we'll have a nitrous kit in our backpack when we fly. Race and we'll just rent we'll just rent you haul and you go bracket racing you haul and some nitrous. You're gonna bring nitrous on the plane with you. Are you... I'm like that sounds no. like that. No, I'll just no, I'll just wouldn't I'll just... work. He think, he has a thing with getting through the, the airport plane. with nitrous with fill in the blank. Oh yeah, I went. <laughs> I had this. Uh, there's this prologger tool. It's like a, a screen this big and it's got digital countdown and stuff. It's an old thing we used to use, and I use it for tuning street tuning on my laptop i had to take this prologger in this o2 tailpipe sniffer through the airport one time and it's got like a bundle of wires and they're like "Mm, oh yeah it it literally looks like a bomb controller in like (laughs) and it's got like like if you test it it tests explosive because it's got fuel residual and stuff on it because it goes in a tailpipe of a car yep he also had he also had like five cans of chili beans in his backpack because I can't find my chili beans that I buy in Colorado. Okay, so you put beans so in chili. So I sent him back, yes. That's the yeah. important statement it's here. Beans chili go beans. in chili. Chili, chili beans. beans. Beans in chili. Thank you. Last time Kyle went, I, I had him get as many as he could and he brought me back nine cases of chili beans. So if you ever need some chili beans, I've got cases. I love there. making chili with tons me too. of beans. Me too. In Texas, they don't do the beans. Texas, we were so excited to move here for the barbecue and (gasps) what a letdown. Right, the barbecue is not good. Literally, our favorite barbecue place is in Colorado and it's called Serious Texas Barbecue. Oh, there goes so all we the were Texas like, fans. I'm sorry. I love yeah, Texas. Sorry. I love Texas too. For every other but reason. I'm so bummed about the barbecue. My mom overnights him serious Texas barbecue for his birthday. From Colorado. From Colorado. It's amazing. Yeah. The Missouri barbecue where I lived was amazing. But I mean that's like Kansas City, like good barbecue sauce. Yeah. And I like I like I like how each region has their own like flavor and yeah. you know, Carolina and all that Texas stuff. Texas just isn't yeah. good. I'm just, just not so good bummed. Flavor. No. It just very. It seemed very bland. We've yeah. tried everywhere too. Like, uh, and just yeah. Not, yeah. And if there, if you get barbecue sauce, it's like ketchup or vinegar. Yeah. Tasting. There's yep. no good There's no barbecue in between. sauce flavor. Not into the ketchupy <laughs> one. What about your recent airport fiasco? So I was just at Steve Morris's place, right? Mm-hmm. And they pulled me aside at the airport because I had him. Uh, he he had some old pistons and rods he was getting away, so I had him give me a piston and sign it, so I give it to my brother. And we washed it, and he signed it, and I put it in my backpack. I made it through the airport and they pulled me aside and they had to like test the. They yeah. put him like in the room. Yeah. And they had to test the piston and do all this stuff. And I won't get into too much crazy of the story because I want to, you know what I'm saying? But like basically, yeah. I they got did pulled. a cavity search or no? Basically. No, I was, no, I was disappointed they didn't. I was like, Shh, if you're worried about that piston, you wait till you see. Wait till you see what's yeah. up here, you wait buddy. You I'm packing. That's right. It's the bomb. In your prison packet or yeah. what? You might need to start checking a bag. <laughs> so, but yeah, so those are, yeah, I've been, I've been pulled off to the side a few times for carrying explosives on an airplane because they're used car parts or whatever. Like, 
It's whatever. Outlaw. Yeah, I'm cheap. You know what I'm saying? I, like, when I try and go somewhere, I try and have a backpack on. Travel light. Yeah, I'm not, yeah. Yeah, I have my underwear rolled up real tight, shoved in there. Huh. I I do that. Yeah. He doesn't shoved pack where? himself. Well, not... No backpack. <laughs> rolled up real tight, shoved in there, you yeah. know. I'm a professional packer, so I have those like packing cubes. Oh hell so you yeah! Cram a That's bunch of crap in there. You can fit a lot more in a tub when you use those. I we we tub packed for the first time when we went to Indiana, and I love it. Did you take them on a plane? No, we drove. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. But rather than yeah, we have the dogs. Rather yeah, than suitcases, suitcases, right? Put them in waterproof tubs. Yeah. Oh yeah. Then you can keep them in the back. I think of the I truck. got that idea from you. I was gonna say so I thank do you. that, yeah. the, but it's just because I pack way too freaking well, much. I do too. And they have you know rollers on them if you drive that's a good thing about driving you can just pack whatever you want you can take whatever you want you can bring your food we go airbnb anyways yeah. so yeah I, I loved it heck yeah well i feel like we touched on some good things guys. yeah i think so too yeah. do we like close this out i are you guys feeling good about closing it out right about now you got more to talk about i think i think that's it yeah yeah I don't want to make you cry, so yeah. I think please we'll, don't make me cry. We'll stop there. about it anymore. But we'll, I think we touched on it enough to say we all have some exciting things coming in 2024. Oh yeah, definitely stay tuned. There's a lot of stuff we can't talk about, Stacy and I. A lot of stuff this group can't talk about <laughs> yet, but it is going down. It's going to be epic. Stay tuned. Like you don't want to miss what we have coming because it's going to be for real, for real. Like the dope is dope. Yeah, and coming very soon. So oh. maybe to be continued, maybe we need to do another right. one once we can, like, spill the beans. Like, we can definitely do yeah. that. Yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> Here we are. Told you. <laughs> yeah, that we weren't just full of shit. It's yeah. actually happening. Told you so. <laughs> so. If we can make it, it's, you know, <laughs> convenience-wise. Just kidding. Yeah, yeah it's a, it's a yeah, part trip see you guys here. in Vegas. <laughs> yeah. You know. yeah, we'll do this in Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> that way we'll... Oh okay. no! Good. All right, y'all. Well, we're it's gonna like, wrap shut this up. up. Yeah, we got battery right, battery light flashing, but we're gonna wrap it up anyways. Well, thank you guys. Yes, thank, thank you, you for, for having out. us. Thank yes. you all for listening. Y'all go follow them on all the social media. We'll have it in the description box. Thank you.